0: the place is effectively sealed off and it's got a population of 250,000 and while some vegetables, some fresh food, some meat comes in, it's in short supply and that's why it's so expensive to feed that many people, 250,000 you need a proper network, a supply route and that has been cut deliberately by the government to put pressure onto the civilian population the latest from the Castello Road where they're hoping a humanitarian corridor will be created to bring aid in from Turkey, is that the Russians are up there, Russian soldiers, that they are trying to secure the road, that the uh, Syrian army and the rebels have supposedly retreated back. But the fact that lorries aren't rolling shows it's not safe. And also, the UN seems to be criticizing the, the Syrian government for not cooperating enough. If they can't make this work, if they can't make the humanitarian operation work, I think the whole ceasefire plan is in big trouble. It depends upon the goodwill of some of the armed rebel groups. And even those who are supported by the Americans, who don't much like an agreement they say essentially lets the regime off the hook, they are respecting the ceasefire because they've been asked to and because they're hoping humanitarian aid will come in. But if it doesn't come in, they might lose interest. That is dangerous.
1: Jeremy Bowen in Western Aleppo there. Well, the BBC's Lena Sinjab is monitoring developments from uh, neighbouring Beirut and joins us now. Um, what is holding up the delivery of the aid to Aleppo, Lena, as far as you can tell?
2: Well, uh, earlier in the day, the UN Special Envoy uh, to Syria, Stefan de Mistura, said the Syrian government hasn't given permission yet. Uh, the authorization hasn't come from the Syrian government. And these authorizations usually are used by the government to delay such uh, uh, such process. Uh, they, uh, The government doesn't have interest in allowing aid in, but they are also under pressure from the Russians to deliver on what the pr- Russians have promised.
1: Right, so that that is a key bit of negotiation that's taking place at the moment. Is there any sign yet of a a breakthrough or what kind of leverage or what kind of arguments the Russians would be using with them?
2: Well basically uh, uh, there are talks today in Geneva uh, between uh, between the task force the Russians the Americans and the UN uh, and there are hopes that uh, there will be an agreement reached where the aid will be delivered tomorrow uh, but there is also another an um, aspect of the uh, operation that is worrying for the uh, for the rebels and the opposition and people in besieged uh, uh, eastern aleppo is that uh, they they say there is they, what they needed is the fuel, flour uh, and medicines. They're not sure that this is what they're going to uh, uh, receive. There are no guarantees that uh, this is uh, going to be delivered later on. There is no time schedule. Uh, they say they worry that the aid delivered this time will be a one off, which uh, means that the siege will continue. All what they want is the siege to be lifted and their main needs to be uh, to be delivered.
1: Aleppo is uh, the highest profile area in need of aid, but um, there are plenty of others,
2: presumably. Uh, yes, uh, indeed, mainly now uh, Al-Wahar in Homs as well. Uh, it's be, it's besieged and it needs uh, aid. It's been discussed that uh, there will be some sort of a deal, but the fear that uh, the Al-Wahar deal will be similar to what we have seen in Daraya and Madaya, where uh, the families and the, the civilians would leave to northern Syria. But we still don't know uh, what the exact deal will happen there.
1: And in terms of a, of a time frame, the people you've been talking to in Aleppo are, are they, uh, what are they saying in terms of how, how long this, this sort of standoff, if you like, can continue?
2: Well, basically, uh, people are tired and exhausted. I've been talking today to the head of the civil council, uh, Haji Hassan, and he basically said that uh, they are worrying about this deal uh, with the uh, Russians and Americans, A, because uh, the Castello Road, they want the the government wants to control it, and they're saying why the government should control the delivery of aid, it's the UN, then the UN should control it. They're worried that this is going to enforce the siege rather than lift uh, the siege. He himself said he lives in the suburb, he can't go into Aleppo. And he said, how long is this continuing? He told me that people on the ground don't, don't care about food, they care about lifting the siege more.
1: Lena, thanks very much. Lena Sinjab in Beirut. Now, there's been another release of confidential medical records of top athletes by hackers believed to be from Russia, who've stolen files from the World Anti-Doping Agency, or WADA. It all raises plenty of questions about WADA's internet security, about the identity of the Fancy bears, as they call themselves, a group that claims responsibility. But also, what about the substance of this stolen information?